0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This
1: is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice. And for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted, I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're doing well, and it is a good day to be talking about Retirement Matters. There's been a lot going on this week, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of times when I come in here to the studio, I've got an agenda of things that I would like to discuss. I've looked around in the news for the week and thought, what would be the most valuable thing to bring to the show? What do we need to talk about this episode? And you know, as far as retirement matters is concerned, we are all focused on those five to 10 years from retirement. This show is built around, and I will be giving recommendations on how you should proceed if you're five to 10 years from retirement. If you're less than five years or you've just entered into retirement... The stuff that we are talking about is extremely important to you on this show. Typically, it takes me a few minutes or maybe even an hour or two to get a show prepped, to actually get my information that I need to be able to bring to you on the show. This week, it's not that way. This week, there is one thing that I want to discuss. I want to tell you all about it as much as I can because it has been all over the news, and it's not only been just in the financial news, It's actually leaked into your everyday news. So there's a good chance you've heard about this, and that is the GameStop phenomenon that is taking place in the stock market. It's much more than you may think, and I'm going to do my absolute best to break it down so that you can understand at least a little bit of what is going on, and then I want you to understand how you may be impacted due to these market movers. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Should you participate or should you not? Should you just close your eyes and hope for the best or should you actually have a plan in place to move forward? So let's get on to that discussion. But before we do, let me give you a little bit of information about our firm 270600 Plan. I'm going to say that one more time 270600 and then the word plan. It's 7526-270-600-PLAN. That's the best way to get in touch with us to set up a time to discuss anything that we are talking about in the show or anything that you would like to talk about when it pertains to retirement planning. 401k, IRA, you've got your Roth IRAs, you've got investment accounts that maybe you're Uh, wanting to set up for your grandchildren or investment accounts that are already being managed by someone that you would like a second set of eyes for, we can help you get those established. We can help you understand what's going on inside of that part of the plan, but also maybe bring to light some of these other things that are just as important. We preach about income a lot on this show. If you do not have a written plan for retirement income, if you're not 100% sure of where and how your retirement income will come to you when you retire, you need to sit down with someone who can help put that plan together for you. And that would be where we come in. Again, 270 plan get in touch with us. We'll set up a time, we'll discuss exactly what you need inside of your retirement plan. So let's get started with this news of the week which is GameStop. You may have heard about GameStop going crazy, basically going to the moon in its stock price. And then you may actually be wondering, why didn't I buy GameStop way before now? Why have I not been in GameStop? My investment advisor or financial advisor had to have known that this was going to happen. Why did we not put a little bit of money on this? I mean, you think about this. If you had put... GameStop. Uh, let's use that as an example. If you had put just thousand dollars on GameStop on January the first, you would now have a balance at its high at GameStop's high. You would have had a balance of twenty-seven thousand plus in your account. If you had put ten thousand dollars on GameStop at the beginning of January, on January the twenty-sixth, you would have had a two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar balance. Ten thousand grows to 275000 Over 1,900% gain in that short period of time. Why did that happen? That's what I want to help you understand today. So For the next 10 minutes, I'm going to try to dive deep into what's going on in the market, and then I want to tell you why you may or may not want to participate in this war. Because do not get this misunderstood, it simply is a war. And what comes from war? Let's listen to this. Now, obviously, that is talking about physical war, but there's a lot of similarities there to what could take place if you find yourself on the wrong end of trades like this. You know, this isn't a new phenomenon. This happens periodically, but it's never happened in such a volume that has caused a 1900 percent gain. It actually took place in 1999. Uh, There were a lot of Yahoo chats that took place and they were saying, let's go buy this particular stock. Let's go buy this particular stock. A stock has just hit the market. Let's all buy it. And then, of course, we know what happened in 2000. The dot-com crash took place. Now, I'm not going to speculate on what happens as the overall market perceives this War that is taking place. I do think we will see some extreme volatility, and that is why it's important to have an income plan. But with a wide brush, I want to make this recommendation to you. If you are five years or less from retirement, you probably don't need anything to do with GameStop, you probably don't need anything to do with stocks like AMC or any of these other stocks that are being recommended on social media platforms. So let's tell you why. All right, there's this there's this way that we can bet in the market and it truly is betting. And I want you to go back to some of our shows about speculation versus investing. Let's first settle the score here and let you understand. The people who are buying GameStop are not investing in GameStop. They are gambling. On GameStop. If you buy GameStop, you've got to realize that it is a gamble and you can lose every dime you put into that stock. You're not investing. There is nothing about GameStop that makes you want to invest in GameStop except for the fact that the stock price could go up. And that is what we call speculating. We've talked a lot about that on other shows. But for those who are putting money on GameStop, they're doing so because of this post that came from a Reddit user called Wall Street Bets. This Reddit, now for a lot of my clients, I've got to explain what Reddit even is, and that's okay because it's actually just a social media platform that is kind of like a Facebook, maybe. Think of Facebook, except Reddit users are following certain influencers, and this one influencer says, let's all go buy GameStop. Now, I'm going to try my best to simplify this so that it's easy to understand. But in, in layman's terms, one guy says, let's go buy GameStop, and he has two million followers who say, okay, let's go buy GameStop. And from there, we've got another gentleman named David Portnoy that comes on and says, GameStop is where everybody needs to put their money. There's a scheme called pump and dump where you recommend a stock, you pump it up. If you're the first one in and the stock price goes up, then you sell, you take all of the profit, The what we call pump and dump scheme. It's very similar to, say, like a Ponzi scheme, just a little bit of a different mechanical work behind the scenes. You'd never want to be a part of the pump and dump because most of the time you're always the one who gets pumped. And then dumped. (laughs) So, um, very seldom do we want to chase stocks that, you know, these, especially these kinds of stocks that are going through the roof. But there's something different that took place with this GameStop buy. There's a company called Melvin Capital, and Melvin Capital is a multi billion dollar hedge fund company and if you know much about hedge funds or if you don't i'm going to try to explain to you what's going on in hedge funds they are they're buying stocks and they believe these stocks will go up and that's what we call being long in a stock if you're long in a stock if you buy a stock because you are long in that stock it means that you believe the company's value will go up but if you're short a stock, then basically you are betting that that stock will go down. You believe that the stock price will go down. Now, it's okay to be short a stock, and it's okay to be long a stock. But what these hedge fund companies will do a lot of times is they will be long or short a stock, and then they will start to do everything in their power with all of the people that they influence to negatively or positively affect the stock price. For example, they may be short, meaning they think that a stock is going down. They may be short, say, an Apple share. They may sell it short, and then they may go and try their best to put all the bad publicity out about Apple. Maybe they talk about its earnings, or they talk about uh, the Apple product blowing up in people's pro- in pockets whatever they can do to negatively affect the Apple brand. And at that time, if the stock price actually does go down, they make money. Now, I've got about six minutes here, so I'm going to do my best to explain to you why they make money, and then that will feed into how this GameStop situation takes place. The way that you make money in selling a stock short is that you are essentially borrowing it from someone... And you are selling it in the market. I want to explain it like this. Imagine that you take your friend's truck out for a spin, and you borrow it for two weeks. You tell your friend, "Hey, I really need to borrow your truck for two weeks." And your friend's truck is a 2015 Silverado. Your friend says, "Sure. Why don't you take it out? You know, keep it for a couple weeks if you need it longer. Let me know." You take the truck. You drive it down the road, and immediately you put a for-sale sign in the truck's window. You've borrowed your friend's truck, and now you are selling your friend's truck. You sell the truck for, let's say, $25,000. Now, for the next two and a half weeks, you do everything you can to negatively influence the price of a 2015 Silverado. Let's say that you have a wide platform, and a lot of people hear what you have to say, and you go out and you Facebook message and you tweet and you do all of these things and you get on the television and you talk about 2015 Silverados and you say, you know, their engines blow up at 35,000 miles. If you're over that, you're, you know, borrowed time. Uh, the The axles go bad in just a short period of time. and And as a matter of fact, the more you drive it, the less gas mileage you get. You're doing everything you can to drive the price of a Silverado down. Let's assume that you're successful in the, in the driving of that price down, and all of a sudden now that same Silverado becomes available, or a 2015 Silverado just like your friend's Silverado becomes available, and you can buy it for $15,000. You go, you buy the Silverado for $15,000, and you return it to your friend, and he's none the wiser. You've profited $10,000. You see how I'm getting that? You sold it for 25, you drove the price down, you buy it for 15, you pocket $10. That is essentially what's going on in the stock market. Except hedge fund companies are borrowing hundreds of thousands of shares of stocks from these uh, brokerage houses. If you own a share of stock at a brokerage house, there's a really good chance that someone could come and borrow that share of stock from you. And even more, they could do it without you knowing. You don't even have to say yes, because you've already said yes in the agreement that you signed when you started doing business with them. Now, when they borrow that, they are paying that brokerage house a small interest rate. But they are immediately going out and selling that stock to the open market. When they do that, their hopes is that they will then soon be able to buy that stock at a lower price, return it to the brokerage house where they borrowed it from, paying an interest rate, a very small interest rate, and profiting the rest. This practice of betting that companies will fail goes on all the time, and it can be very successful and lucrative. The problem comes, though, when the opposite happens, when the stock price goes up. Going back to our Silverado, let's say that they were unsuccessful, or let's say that you were unsuccessful in driving the price down, and let's say that there was news that took place that all of a sudden now, these Silverados, 2015 Silverados, they've just figured out the engines will run for 1 million miles. And the gas price, uh, excuse me, the gas mileage, if you drive it long enough, the gas mileage goes to 45 miles per gallon. Well, now you just can't find a Silverado to buy. And in order to do so, maybe you've got to offer forty or $50,000 for the same 2015 Silverado. But your friend wants his truck back. You've got to go buy that Silverado that you sold for 25000 You've got to go buy another one for fifty, and you return it back to your friend. Still, he's none the wiser, but you've lost $25,000. That's what happened with GameStop. There was billions of dollars shorted on GameStop, and this Melvin Capital short sale of GameStop was figured out by a certain Reddit user. He decides to tweet out, hey, Melvin Capital, not in these exact words, but he says that there are hedge funds who are shorting GameStop. Let's all go buy GameStop and we can declare war on these hedge funds. And at least in the first battle, they won. Several billion dollar hedge funds that had shorted stocks had went almost out of business. Melvin Capital is famous because they had to go to a bank called Citadel to uh, borrow money. In the tune of $1.4 billion, they had to borrow money. And the reason they had to borrow this money is because they had to go out and buy all of the GameStop stock that they had shorted. Remember, they had shorted it by borrowing it selling it at $18 or $19 a share, and now they're looking at it, and it's $469 a share. Every single share of GameStop that they had sold at $18, they had to then turn around and go and buy at $400-plus per share. Now, where the conspiracy comes in is that the very next day, after Melvin Capital goes to Citadel, which is the bank and borrows this money, Citadel supposedly, well, I better not say this is what happened, but there are people who believe that there are higher powers that called companies like Robinhood. If you're familiar with Robinhood, it's a trading platform that a lot of these trades are taking place on. Robinhood all of the sudden announces that they will no longer allow buys of GameStop on their platform. Well, what that means is that there are a lot of sales that are going to come in. And when there are a lot of sales that come in, guess what happens? The stock price goes down. And when the stock price goes down, based off of what we just learned about shorting the stock, guess what happens? Short sellers make money. So, there's this idea that Melvin Capital as soon as they settled all of their shorts as soon as they covered their shorts they reestablished short positions on the same stock at the ultra high price of 400 plus dollars per share and then and there are some who say Citadel being one of the largest profit makers for Robinhood forced Robinhood to stop allowing buys In other words, there may have been some shady business going on, and whether or not that took place, I do not know. I'm not even claiming that it happened, but I do know that there were a lot of people who bought these GameStop stocks at the high, and they saw 40 and 50% losses on Thursday. That's why it's important for me to tell you, if you are close to retirement, or let's just say it like this. If there is money that you need an income from or money that you need to pay light bills or water bills or any other expenses, if you need that money within the next two or three years or five years, do not put a dime of that money into a stock like GameStop. There's nothing intrinsically valuable about GameStop. As a matter of fact, it's very close to filing bankruptcy. AMC is the exact same way. These stocks that are skyrocketing high, most of my clients, they do not belong anywhere close to them. Now, if you could trade it at its low and sell it at its high, of course, you would take that bet every single time. But I want you to realize it is truly like going to Las Vegas, And putting money on the black. Spinning the wheel and hoping you win. Of course, we would all love to say we put $10,000 in and now our account is sitting at $275,000. We would all love to do that. But what, what I'm telling you is that it's very unlikely that you can time the market like that. Because when you are making astronomical rates of return, it's very hard to say, I'm getting out because we're all human. I'm well over my time, guys. What I want you to know is that this short selling and this war that's taking place right now is not something that most retirees or those who are close to retirement need to be partaking in it is something that if you're 25 years from retirement, go have fun. Go have a good time at it. Know that you can and probably will lose a lot of money. But for those who do not have the time to recoup that money that they've lost, stay away. Stay away from it. It's not good. Nothing comes from this, but heartbreak. (laughs) So listen, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope that I've at least shined a little bit of light on what's going on here. Again, these people who are buying these stocks are not investors. They're speculators. They're gamblers. And if that is not you, if you are a saver and an investor, there are ways to save money without worrying about losing the principal. We can help you on those strategies. We'd love to do that for you. If you have any questions, give us a call. 270-600-PLAN. Again, 270-600-PLAN. Next week, I'd like to talk to you about how to generate some income while still protecting your principal. If you've got any questions about that or you would like to know something specifically about how to do that, give us a call ahead of the show, and we'll make sure we get it covered in next week's episode. Until then, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless.
0: Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smother's Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. RD mother's Wealth Management is not permitted to offer no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firms not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD mothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.